Aletha. What? Why PJ? are you so extra today? I am not extra today. You but are. You sat here. You and Norma Jean sat here, and all of a sudden got up and come in here and then start calling after me. Which is why We've Norma Jean said this. we got to record. We not talked because about of this, this right here. We not talked about this. Hey everybody, it's BJ. I'm, I'm not ready. ready. It's okay. Have a good day. This is off the record, season two, episode two. Why are you so extra today? I'm not. You're not you even. Norma Jean are the ones that are extra. You are not even on brand with your coffee cup, Miss Bougie. Well, there it sits. If I put this coffee in that cup right now, it's going to be too cold at the what end. What got you so so on edge? You're doing this. He's doing this. You're doing this on purpose. You're just trying to get me riled up. What was that saying? Who peed in your cornflakes or your Cheerios? Well, Grandma always said, or Mom always said, "What's got who got your who got your panties in a wad?" Yeah, who got your panties in a wad? Yeah, uh-huh. I, panties, they're not in a wad. I'm not. Nothing. Where'd that expression come from? But they are. Look at. I mean, do you see how the way she responded to that? It's yours and y'all. You and Norma Jean. They plotting. Y'all plotting on me. <laughs> Where did that expression come from? Pan- I don't know. Panties don't, in the wad. I don't know. I don't care. Yes, you do. I, mean, I don't. I mean, I do not. I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all don't understand what happens behind the scenes. They don't do me right. I just told them before the camera started, or I don't know if the camera was going or not, that you said you treat me like old cow, old sow. <laughs> You're waiting for them to get ready, you know, like a like they're in heat or something. You're like, oh yeah, they're ready. She's ready. She's ready. She's ready. And then you force me in. You you debo me. Where did you go? Debo me into coming in here within two minutes of setting the cameras and stuff up, and not there's been no discussion. I know. We don't we, suppose to, we don't belong to record we, on we, Thursdays. We record on Fridays. And we don't have an agenda. So we're just Well, we don't ever have an agenda, but I'm just saying we're supposed to record on Fridays. We usually know ahead of time when we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And now I, that did not just happen this way, and it got me spun up. And then you bring me in here, turn the camera on, and get me spun up. And then you ask me why I'm spun up. <laughs> Pretty good at this, aren't I? I think it's ugly. I think it's I think it's just right. So tell me, who, if you could pick any guest to appear on this show, who would it be? Any any guest, no limits. One person that you'd want to have on this show, who would it be? I don't know. I mean, I told you I don't really care to have guests. One person. I prefer just. to... Oh, One person sit between me and you. You're just trying to get me to say my mama. I know what you're doing now. You want me to say my mama. That's what it is. I just realized what was happening. Nope. But that's her answer, folks. You heard it from her. Your mama. Why would yeah. you want your mama to come on? Well, just because she's wonderful. Oh, she is. And lovable and hilarious. And half the stuff that about me that uh, makes people laugh, a lot of that stuff I got from her <laughs> as right. far as the things I say you know. Speaking of your mother. So, um, hearing her talk and tell a story is real funny to me. Speaking of your mother, you, she, you told me earlier that she said that you nor your brother were her favorite, that all, her grandkids were her favorite. No, I tagged her in something on Facebook because me, my brother, and my sister argue all the time about who's the favorite. Right. And I, I 
I tagged mom in a thing that said my kids argue and fight about who's the favorite, but the truth is I don't like none of them. The grandchildren are the favorites. Right. So speaking of grandchildren, you're now an empty nester. Tell us about that. Oh! How many times has she texted you since she's been gone? Not enough. How many times have y'all spoken on the phone? Probably twice, maybe three times. So not enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. How does it make you feel? Well, it makes me mad. Does it? Yeah. Does it make you mad at me for asking? Yeah. Of course. But it's fine. You can ask me anything you want to. Because I know it's coming back to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes me mad. You know, like, it's kind of like... um. When my brother-in-law had kids, and we would spoil them and get them, like, uh, all the, the toys that had all the bells and whistles on it, and it was funny because they weren't taking that toy to our house. It was going to be at their house. Yes. Right? It's like, you know, it's, I, I know one day that's going to come back to bite me. Yes, it will. And it did. Yeah. You know, I, I made my girls cry. Uh, uh, it was about three or four years ago. I mean, some kind of bad. Like, the world is ending, Dad. What are you doing? I told them to clean up the playroom, and they didn't attempt. <laughs> right? And and then Mama went in the playroom to mm-hmm. help them, mm-hmm. and they weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. So Daddy walks in the playroom and says, I told y'all to clean up the playroom. Mama's even in here. Clean up the playroom. Got just enough of an attitude. You know what I did next? I walked outside. I got the extra black trash can, make sure there was no trash in there. I took it inside. Mm -hmm. I put it right smack in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. And you know what I did? Put toys in there. I started putting toys in there, and you have not seen kids cry until you (laughs) you do that. And I wouldn't have been moved an inch by nary tear. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. And I call that good parenting. That's what I call it. (laughs) I had had that thing half full uh, before before it, it set in that daddy won't play in. Yeah. And uh, then, but now here's then the question they, though: Did you actually take them away in the trash can and keep them for those, a long time? So uh, there may have been one toy in there that could have been salvaged that I let them salvage, but they filled that trash can up, and about six or seven bags later, we we cleaned that playroom up, or they did. But but did you take the toys out of the room and keep them from them for a while? Oh, so uh, I forgot why we were cleaning the room. I don't know if this was the time when we were starting to uh, rearranging some of the rooms because we've let the girls change rooms. I can't remember what happened afterwards, but the punishment was they got their toys thrown away. Like either you're going to give it away or we're going to throw it away. Yeah. You know, yeah. Got I mean, it. But because they're not in the Barbie dolls anymore and that, what all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had this little Barbie doll house with all the little Don't shoes and plants and beds. Everything they make to go with that stuff is just small enough to lose it within the first 30 minutes. And Grayson had uh, ate her orientation last night. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm learning something about now that she's a teenager, you know, growing and mm-hmm. girls and boys and uh, friends and not having the right schedule with your friends. It's like, oh, Lord. Um well, her, her, we I, I, talked about it. Her world is small, so those are big things to her. They are. But, but and the, Daddy doesn't have enough patience. I've got to learn more patience. You do, because it's, it's not going to get no better. I, that is what I'm starting to figure out, and it's not exciting to me. I need to develop more patience. <laughs> I don't have enough of it. Like, when I send my team a message, I mean, it's nothing for me to send them a message at 630. And it's in the so morning, annoying, right? Too. And and it's with <laughs> it's with a task. Don't forget to, yeah. or did we, or here's an idea. 
they had to like condition me to say, "Oh, BJ, good morning," because I wouldn't even say good morning yeah. to y'all. I would just jump right in. This is what we need. We should do this. <laughs> what is it? So we have a couch in our office, and uh, so we have some good chats in our office. And sometimes it warrants hanging out on the couch and in yeah, the, for in, sure in the yellow chair. And today we have one of those. We did. We had one of those conversations talking about today. business stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people have conference rooms where they get around the table and there's an agenda and it's stuff shirt. Us, we lay on the couch and hang out in the yellow chair, drink our coffee and we talk do. about. That's know, what makes us work so good in this office though. Right. Hiring people because, you know, we're talking about hiring people, which is something we discussed on the last show. Uh, we're still in the process of that and um, we'll figure it out. Always about having the right personality in the room with us. That is true. I don't, and I've told y'all this before, I don't really like a lot of people, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tolerate a lot of people, but I think it's harder to like people now than it used to be. Why is that? I think I think it's because of the internet. Because you've gotten older, more wise, and more, well, sure more that, ornery in your age? I think that, I definitely think that that's part of it, but I think it's the internet. I think it's because people portray themselves a certain way online. And then when you know that person in real life and you know the, that they're not really like that or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I think it just makes it harder to like people and harder to trust people. Right. Because you don't really know. I'm the kind of person, I like to know where I stand with somebody. I, I, I was telling somebody this the other day, I would rather somebody be a jerk to me and hurt my feelings by telling me the absolute, bold, 100% honest truth than, and, and know where I stand with that person than for them to somehow try to figure out all the right words to say to so that they can feel like they said what they wanted to say, but they didn't really actually say it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, because that's me. I have that trouble. I tend to be not politically correct, but I try to find the right well, words. Diplomatic. I say that about you all the time. Yeah, diplomatic. diplomatic. And there's a time and a place for that, for right. sure. But but I like, I like all the cards on the table. Mm-hmm. And I like people that are probably a little bit of a butthole sometimes, but that's because you always know where you stand with them. Right. You know, because they're willing to say whatever it is they, they're really thinking. I would rather deal with somebody like that. It, but this you is know? also the reason why I've always wanted you on my team. Because I know that you're going to defend. Sorry, I'm the butthole? Uh, you're the more blunt one. And and we need a that was that, that was, was a perfect di- example. That was diplomatic. That was a perfect example of you. Be- <laughs> Whereas I would have been like, yes, actually, you are. You know, that was me being diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> but we need that. We need that balance in in our office. At least I do because I can be too diplomatic sometimes. Yeah, and of course. You can be, yeah. Right. Right. That's right. But you also help me as as I'm working through business challenges to. Um, you you have a, a good sense of um, you you have this innate ability to have a good finger on the pulse of, of things mm-hmm. or how people are feeling mm-hmm. or knowing the person I'm talking to or the people we're trying to do business with and having a good understanding of what their position is yes. and how the psychological impact of the conversation I'm going to have or I did right. have and how they mm-hmm. f- probably felt and how right. they responded 
you have a better intuition of that than, intuition than I is do. Intuition probably a good than, word. Than, yeah. I, than I do at times. I'm good at meetings. I'm good at one-on-one. I'm good at very difficult conversations as well. But, yeah, that's true. Uh, but that balance actually helps us make better decisions. Yeah, it does. It makes it makes us uh, work very well together. Mm-hmm. And you do handle difficult situations well. And honestly, probably one of the reasons you do is because of your ability to be able to say things in uh, not not such a harsh way, mm-hmm. you know. That's got me in trouble a couple times in my <laughs> that's life. That's it, really. Oh yeah, my mama used to tell me. I, she, I wish she was here. She'd tell you herself. But what did she, your mama used to tell you? My mama told me when I was little. She said, "You know what? What that mouth you got is going to do one of two things. It's either going to get you in an awful lot of trouble, or it's going to take you a long way. And I don't know which one it's going to be yet." <laughs> and look at she you. probably still don't know which one it's going to be. <laughs> Well, at least you've made some progress. You're on a show with me here. <laughs> I reckon so. But anyhow, my mama, yeah, she's always, she's something else. But, um, but yeah, that's probably why. Because there is a time and a place for that. When you are being bold and direct, it's something that you probably have to work a little bit to be. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite for me. I have to work, I have to put effort in to not be so direct or so bold sometimes. Right. And, um and that has its challenges because, you know, everybody um, doesn't feel the same way I do about preferring that mm-hmm. form of discussion or communication. You know, some people are more sensitive to that. And they they can't handle um, handle that. You know, you have to you have to to know how to you know you have to know how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it is harder for me to be that way. Honesty really is always the best policy. It, it is. You know, and just because you're being diplomatic doesn't necessarily mean you're being on, not being honest. Um, but I think sometimes it leaves too much room for people to think that you were saying something other than what you were intending to say. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a big if I say if I say to you, you're a mm-hmm. There ain't nothing in between the lines to read. <laughs> right. You know exactly what I said. You know where you and, stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of <laughs> saying something like, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I really feel like sometimes you challenge, you're a little challenged um, in your discourse, you know, with people. Um, <laughs> that sounds like me you, talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, you're a <laughs> <laughs> So no, I ain't on edge. I'm not on edge. I've just been. I've just been. Well, who was the person that commented? I was I today, lady that I don't remember your name. I was gently bullied mm-hmm. into coming in here doing this yes, show you today. Were. You were gently bullied. Okay, I yeah. got gently bullied right. today. And guess who benefits from that? Who? All the people that watch. Do they though? They do. But do they though? They comment. They like our TikToks. Yeah. I know. I tried to tell you that yesterday, but you were in a swivet. Yesterday, you were in a swivet well, all day long, but I tried to tell you. I thought you'd be right proud of me that I commented to some people. Yes. That, I was proud because it's normally not something you would no, do. Now, I don't Now, mind. what is a swivet? Well, you're in a fix. What's, what's that mean? It means you're in a tight spot. Okay. okay. Swivet, a fix, and a tight spot. It means I you're s- spun up. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you understand what I'm a swimming, a fix, a tight spot, spun up. Now, those are the synonyms. Give us the definition of what any of this means. 
<laughs> I mean, that 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 deep run is coming out, and girl. It is, and Norma Jean's just as bad because she's the one that said this morning, which you can add this to the list too. It means uh, you ready to swim it? You wrong one. <laughs> you wrong <laughs> one. That's another one you can add. That's five. Come on, Daddy. List all those. Those five right there. Uh, you, now, now we need the definition. Come on, Merriam-Webster. You, you were just in a way. I don't, I don't know. That. Six. Six. <laughs> I mean, I need I need an interpreter in, in this. It means that you were unavailable for surface-level conversation yesterday because you remained at a place of being very deep in thought over important things. So you were not available to just chit-chat back and forth. You were mentally and emotionally spun up on the inside. <laughs> Danny, now pause and put put the definition at the bottom here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't mind so much talking back to people that like that are from here that comment on your page right. with the show or something like that. I don't mind so much talking to them. It's the strangers you don't. It's it's the those people out there in that weird other world that mm-hmm. I don't know that want to comment about my accent or this or that or other thing. I'm not interested in talking to them. I get it. But I'll talk to the people sometimes. Right. <laughs> talk to the people. <laughs> to the people. <laughs> I'll talk to the commoners, the common folk. <laughs> I'll talk. I'll, Bring me to the ground. Oh, my God. This is why we had to record. <laughs> Bring me my crown. Uh, hey, Norma Jean. Oh, okay. Good. Well, I don't have any off-the-record commentary today. I, no, I, I, no there, that's because this this was not supposed to be off-the-record. <laughs> this, this is exactly why it's off-the-record. No, I was forced. It gives me will. <laughs> I think that falls under some category of wrong in right. human resources, but I won't bring it up no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, look, folks. It's been a, we've had a lot of fun. Sorry, we didn't. Uh, I don't know if we added any value other than giving people <laughs> some southern terminology to to decipher for themselves to figure out word of the day. <laughs> uh, I could uh, do that every day. Uh, uh, you're, you're in a. Word of the day. Text me. How would you use the the word swivet? In a, in a, text me that. That would be fun. 252-516-6311. How would you use the word swivet uh, in a sentence? I really would. I hope that my friends, that if I have, you know what, my friends, they don't give a about me being on the show. Right. That's why they're my friends. Exactly. But um, if they do happen to see this. I do hope they comment because I know every single solitary one. They know exactly what I mean by all them words. Right, and I'll use <laughs> I'll use one of those pink hill deep run uh, uh, pink hillisms. Uh, 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 they got near near lick of sense. Near li- not not near lick of sense. Use it in a sentence, BJ. Mm. Oh gosh, mm. I had to think about that. Uh, oh. I I don't know. Not near lick of no. work. No. Mm. Eh. <laughs> All right, I can prep you with the statement, and okay. then I'll use the words. You ready? I want you to say to me, you know, I don't know what in the world Biden was thinking when he when he withdrew them troops like that. Say that. To I me. don't know what Biden was thinking when he withdrew the troops. So I don't quickly. know what he was thinking either. But what I do know is he ain't got nearly look of sense. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah, with some applause. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Uh, thank you, everybody. This is BJ. I'm Alethea. And this was uh, another episode of Off the Record. <laughs> It was not! You're ridiculous!
Keep that last part in, Danny. You got to critique what I'm asking.